And welcome to another edition of Two Lively Old Men. I'm Eric. With me again is Derek, who is part of the show permanently, whether he fucking likes it or not now. Hello, you one or two people who are actually listening. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are still on strike, by the way. Uh, Day, I think, 21 or 22. I'm starting to lose track of that shit. Um, Had a few things happen today, so, uh, you know, a few more scabs came through. And the engineers, they crossed the picket line, the engineer's local 701. Um, Besides one engineer, they crossed our picket line, which I just don't like very much. Yeah, and we had a guy across from us when we first started out, uh, representative of the engineer's union of some sort that was watching to make sure nobody crossed. But that was for the first couple of days, and that was it. Yeah, now he's gone and And they decided... Uh, whatever they decided. But actually, to be honest, they're they're a bunch of dumb fuckers anyway. So <laughs> they ain't gonna do shit. Yeah, I'm not too worried about it. And I'd also like to give a shout out to a restaurant called Toasts. Who oh yes, bringing us delicious meals. Um, it's up you, on Southeast 52nd Avenue, I believe. Yes, and um, if you if you look on our webpage, um, I believe we have an advertisement held up. And if we don't, we'll put one up. We had a Facebook page called The Two Lively Old Men. So if you're listening to this and don't know us personally, haven't been invited to the page, you know how to find it now. And I want to specifically uh, – th- uh, can we talk again? Uh, <laughs> I'm not a professional broadcaster, so excuse me. Rented lips. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> Shelly Lasher and, and Jan Gonzalez has really been out there a lot with us. They're oh, retirees yes. and they're awesome people. Oh, yes. Um, we love them a lot and they just support us to the end. Yes. Very much appreciated. Um, and then we got uh, Donna Marks, who's who's like our cheerleader out there. And she's there just about every single day, probably every day, actually. And uh, well, I want to give a shout out to – her lawn care professional because she has a landscaper. Oh, that's right. Who actually, she canceled because, you know, she's on strike. She can't afford it. And this gentleman went and did her yard anyway for free and said she was just such a good customer. And, you know, we have a hard time sometimes. And so I want to give him a shout out because we really appreciate that help. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, his name is Bobby C. Harrison Jr. And uh, I guess he has a landscaping business and his number is 503 208 one seven one five looking for a landscaper give this guy a shot i sure will that's for sure so um something i saw and i wanted to hear derek's opinion on it specifically so i haven't told him about this i just told him i had something i wanted him to hear so there's a commercial on tv right now and i don't know if you've seen it or not talks about women pooping (laughs) have you seen that commercial no you told me about it okay i'm dying to see it yeah so it's great by the way and my wife thinks it's just she just she doesn't they're talking about women pooping she just thinks it's obnoxious i guess i think it kind of is i mean come on so one woman actually in the commercial says that she loves pooping she makes comment i love pooping oh i'd sure like to get a date with her (laughs) (laughs) hey baby what are you doing i'm pooping and and there's a couple of women actually that they're showing on the screen and they're sitting on the toilet their pants down about halfway up their thigh smiling and talking to people what is this an advertisement for oh something that the women can take to help them poop better it's better than some, I don't remember exactly what it was. I got caught up in the women's talking pooping. So oh. <laughs> go to Taco Bell. You'll shit just fine. Well, that's what I said. You know, taco smell would help with that. It'd be cheaper probably too. So <laughs> no kidding. Uh, that's funny. No, I mean, like, I, mean, I guess, I mean, 
that can help somebody who wants who needs to poop. You know, I know, but it's just funny that they're saying pooping on TV. You know, <laughs> and it's regular TV. It's not like just on Showtime or something. So I know, like back in the olden days, you couldn't even like say a fart or fart on TV, and now it's all the time on regular primetime TV. Oh yeah, you know, a fart's yeah. no big deal anymore. You can even say the word fart. Yes. <laughs> so stupid. Yeah, a lot of things have changed. They definitely sure have. And some are good, some are bad. But I'm not. I have no problem with change. So I don't either. I don't like bad change, but you know, it happens. You know? So um, I think Derek wants to talk somewhat a little bit about Zeppelin at the moment. Is that what you're wanting to do? Well, yeah. I, and I mentioned uh, how they plagiarized a lot of songs, and I don't know if a lot of people know this. Most Zeppelin fans probably do know it a little bit. But um, well, I didn't know it to the extent that you had told me about. You so. know what? I, honestly, when I went on YouTube, I'm only doing just a, a few names here. Right. If you want to look it up, this 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 documentary had three parts to it of plagiarism. I mean, like these were long videos of plagiarism. There's they did so much more plagiarism than I thought even. Yeah, I was. Yeah. You know, so like some examples. Well, they just got sued for "Stairway to Heaven," and it sounds similar to another song. I didn't really. I hear the similarity, but I really don't think that was a ripoff. I mean, they uh, they won the lawsuit in 2016. Um, they were cleared, and uh, yeah, they were just cleared. And so, but the other songs. Now the next person gets to step up about what they plagiarized. Right. Um, but before that, they had to pay out a lot of money and oh, okay they had to change their the, you know the names on their albums for example you know i showed you joan baez yeah this one threw me for a loop i'm like what you know babe i'm gonna leave you everybody look up joan baez babe i'm gonna leave you you know zeppelin's babe i'm gonna leave you well they took that song and they didn't put joan baez's name on it. they got sued and it's just weird to me and it is a lot different but there are some words that are actually the same. It starts out the same. So when you told me to look it up, I went home that day and I looked it up. And I think I sent you a text message. I just And I hadn't even listened to the whole one minute of the song yet. I'm like, that's the same damn song. It is. It's obvious it's the same damn song. Exactly. And yeah. this, this one's going to really get you. And I don't know if you've heard this, but there's this guy named Jake Holmes. And he wrote Dazed and Confused. Zeppelin ripped that off. Look it up. Jake, really? No, I didn't know that one. His name's Jake Holmes, Dazed and Confused. The same name, same song. Little different. Muddy Waters. You shook me, baby. You know, you shook me. Oh, yeah. I think actually I've heard the Muddy Waters version of that one. Yeah. Yeah, I think I have. I don't think I thought about it being, well, I don't think I put it this way. I thought they probably would have given him his due for that, but obviously they didn't. So um, I think they ended up having to. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. But right. I mean, like, come on. You guys are musical geniuses. You didn't have to do that. Give them the credit. Um, you know, even if you do make it your own, you're, there's a lot of similarities. Some of the words are the same. Some of the music's the same, you know, and it's just ridiculous. I mean, that people would even think it to do this. I mean, the balls on those guys. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, huh? have they ever really said, you know what I mean? Made a, made a comment about why they did what they did. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to have to look that up. I mean, I, I'm curious of what they say in court, you know? Yeah, I wonder if that's actually open to the public. It's probably sealed. Or I don't something. know. There are a lot of I've noticed on YouTube, like a lot of you know, like musicians in court, and it is on there. Like huh. they had Axl Rose when he was getting Guns N' Roses was getting sued by Stephen Adler, and he got fired from. There. Oh yeah, and so 
you know, they were defending themselves. And Stephen Adler saying, you kicked me out for drugs, but you're all doing drugs. Yeah, actually, that's in the book I was reading. It right. But, about but the thing about it is, is they could still play and they were still showing up for their gigs. And he wasn't. He wasn't. And couldn't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess you can be a functioning drug addict. Well, according to the book I read about Slash, everybody in that group was a functioning drug addict. Adler finally just went over the top yeah. and hit the end of his rope and couldn't stop. You know, that's the thing, though. Eventually, you do become a dysfunctional. Yeah. I mean, it's inevitable. If you're a drug addict, you can't keep that pace forever. You know. Oh, no. You know, no. Something's got to give. And the pace that they do for the rock bands, probably even today, when the, the ones that are still partying and having fun, the pace is so much more than what you and I have 40-hour-a-week jobs would be doing. Right. So, and, and even, yeah. And they do it... I don't know, well into their 40s. Yeah, 50 sometimes. Yeah, I can't even close to doing that shit anymore. 60s. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 70s. 70s, yeah. So. In the 70s. Uh, and, oh, I guess that would be 80s now. Charlie Watts. Well, yeah, Charlie Watts passed away. Um, if anybody doesn't know who he is, he was, is the drummer of the Rolling Stones. The backbone. He was, the, yeah, he was it. And if you and if you hear the uh, Keith Richards and if you hear people talk about him that played with them, Charlie Watts was what they needed to be able to be the people they ended up being. I always liked Charlie Watts because I look at him, he seems always look, I mean, he could be rocking, but he looks so kicked back and mellow. It's like he makes it look so simple and easy. And I was reading about him, by the way. And uh, no, actually, I was watching the video. That's what it was, a YouTube video. And they were talking about he was such – it wasn't just the pictures we saw. He was always in style. He had a style, a new clothing. They said he had like 300-plus suits in his house. Holy shit. Yeah, with all different colors and styles and everything. He was just loved looking a certain way. And when you see pictures of him oftentimes, yeah. he's got a suit and tie. Yeah, he looks on. good. Yeah, he's always spiffy looking. Yeah. I love that, dude. Yeah. I love the Rolling Stones. I love all of them. Oh, and something else I found out about him was he did not like doing drum solos. Yeah. Really? Yeah. He he talks about that in the thing. He did not like doing drum solos. So I didn't know. He that. would do them occasionally, but he just didn't like, he didn't see the reason for him, put it that way. So. I get it. Um, I heard he didn't like doing interviews at all. Yeah. Like if you look on YouTube, there's like one or two interviews of him through the whole thing. Yeah. That's it. Well, and his wife, they were married or still, whatever you want to call it, for 54 years or something they've been married. Oh, that poor fucker. <laughs> I wonder if he's addicted to his wife and his rehab. Okay, I know how he feels then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm addicted to my wife, too. I could not live without my wife. So uh, I have It to would say be damn to tough. Her. That's for damn sure. Yeah. But she does get on my nerves sometimes, and I'm sure I do her, too. Well, anybody who lives with anybody on a daily basis is going to get on the other person's nerves. That's, That's right. just... Yeah, I know. So. Like I see you every day. You get on my nerves right now. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, we we're talking about the uh, you know the best guitar player on our page, and we brought that up, and it's like I'm having such a hard time with that because you know people said how hard it is, and then people are bringing up people. I'm like, oh yeah. So I narrowed down my list. You want to you narrow it down? I narrowed it down. Anybody so you guys want to know what narrowed down means? <laughs> so here we go, everybody. Jason Becker, Jimmy Page, Slash, Tony Iommi, Randy Rhodes, Dimebag Daryl, Jimi Hendrix, Edward Van Halen, Zach Wilde, Kirk Hammett, Mick Mars, Slash, Eric Clapton, Sinister Gates, George Wait, you said Lynch. Slash twice. 
oh yeah, I got Slash on the top. And so, that's how good I think Slash is. I I'm gonna say Eddie Van Halen again too. Eddie Van Halen. <laughs> so we got George Lynch, Marty Friedman, Jerry Cantrell, Joe Satriani, Adrian Smith from Iron Maiden, Dave Murray from Iron Maiden, Ace Freely. Paul Gilbert, Steve Vai, Tom Morello, Joe Perry, Angus Young, David Gilmore, Pete Townsend, Ingve Momstein, Brian May, Jeff Beck, Eric Clapton, Richie Blackmore, Keith Richards, Chuck Berry, and uh, my favorite is actually Richie Kotzen, but I'm not going to put him number one on the list because he was influenced by <laughs> Edward Van Halen. So I'm going to put Ed Van, Edward Van Halen is going to be my top no matter what. Sorry, all you people who think Jimi Hendrix is all oh, of this I see. man, I wasn't sure who you're going to put there either. Jimi Hendrix is the top of all the lists I've looked up. And I see it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. He's the biggest influence. Yeah. But, you know, in my time, Ed, Edward was the man. So these are the mainstream rock and roll, hard rock. Yeah, you know, um, we we got to specify this, okay? Because there's, there's a, others we could put on this. There's list a lot easily. of people people brought up, such as you know, you know, like uh, uh, what's that guy's name we were looking at earlier? Roy Clark. Roy Clark. I mean, man, there's no doubt that Roy Clark is one of the best guitarists. Glenn Campbell. Yeah, there's no doubt that those guys rock. And they do actually. But it's a different yes. genre. We're looking more for something you would hear on a mainstream. Uh, metal channel you know at least with this list yeah with this list so that might exclude like you know the greats like bb king muddy water does that, ex does that exclude santana no santana was on my list oh, did, I say, did i say santana oh. I, did I miss oh. santana how could i miss santana no carlos santana oh uh, excuse me i, I party foul i missed one on my list <laughs> carlos santana but, but, yeah, but we're not talking folk guitarists. We're not talking no, country. We, we're not talking jazz if guitarists. We did, I, mean, I, I think Neil Young and Stephen Stills are, are some of the greatest guitarists. We're even not talking blues guitarists. No. So And there's a lot of damn good blues guitarists. So. Exactly. We're just talking rock and metal. In this, yeah. And even though we know that blues is the founder of rock and metal, it's like it's the beginning, we're still not going to count that. I put Chuck Berry as close as I get because Chuck Berry actually took the blues and kind of sped it up into rock and roll. He was basically the founder of rock and roll. That's what I think. I always say that he is the real king of rock and roll. Yeah, I mean, it's not Elvis. Elvis Presley, as much as I love Elvis Presley, he was more of a teen idol. Like, yeah. You know? And don't get me wrong, he had some rock and roll hits and and was a great singer and and you know, I popular person in the world for a while. Yeah, but I would never take nothing away from Elvis. But Chuck Berry was the man. Chuck, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, and I love Chuck Berry's music. I don't like him putting, uh, you know, cameras in outhouses, but hey. Yeah, you were telling me about that. I had never heard that before. That's yeah, disgusting. Yeah, he put cameras in outhouses. He was videotaping uh, people. So speaking of women pooping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should have put Chuck Perry on the commercial. Oh! <laughs> he can be, he can be uh, filling up. You look like you're pooping healthy. You don't need this. <laughs> no, uh... But yeah, that's my list so far. I don't know if I'm going to be able to narrow that down. I don't know. Well, I'll put a list together. It won't be as extensive as Derek's, but Derek's also a guitar player, so he knows a lot more about guitars than I do. So yeah, and I probably missed a bunch. I bet yeah. Yeah, like Carlos Santana. Well, he's not he's on there now. <laughs> <laughs> Played back cars. So and then we had this discussion though the other day too was. Uh, do we consider Neil Young a rock and roll guitarist? Is he a folk guitarist? He's supposedly the father of grunge. You know what I mean? I mean, like, I, I would consider that. I mean, 
He's because there's some music of his that I like the song specifically because of how he plays guitar on the song. I know he's such a unique guitar player. I mean, he's one of the best. I mean, he is. Yes. You know, I just, and he's a guy I have not seen live in concert, which I hope I get to. I hope I get one last chance because he's better, in his seventies. Yeah, you better hurry up. Yeah, I know. I mean, I, he's. I've heard him saying he's having some problems even playing a little bit. Yeah. He yeah, had, I know a lot, of, a lot of our. Did you know he had a? He was born with a disease. Um, don't take no shit from the man disease. <laughs> no. Um, well, he, I don't think he does take shit from the man. That's my point. He was born that way. <laughs> Everybody else calls it a disease to him. It's just normal. No, he, he was born with polio. He was. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it's not super severe. So it's like hard to notice, but it affects him. Ah, I did not know that. Yeah. I, Cause I saw a documentary on him. That's why I have that mark on my arm was my polio shot when I was born. Right. We all yeah. get him. Yeah. Except, yeah. except for the next generation, my son's generation, they don't give them to him now because we've, eradicated it imagine if all these people who didn't get vaccines said like i don't mean to get political i mean i understand why some people don't but um imagine if everybody in the in the polio days when everybody's going paralyzed yeah or losing their yeah uh, uh imagine they said they got this vaccine and they said well i'm not going to take it so you got all these people with like deformed limbs and weird shit and- so when i was in like it was third or fourth grade i believe we lived in the River Grove area, went to Lake Grove Elementary. Oh, hoping I'm getting this right because it's so fucking long ago. But anyway, we had a uh, neighbor kid that would come out and hang out with me and my brothers and sisters quite often. He had one arm that was doesn't work really anymore and was deformed and stuff because Apollo, of polio. Yes. Yes. Yeah. But he hung out with us because we didn't give a shit. Let's just play and have fun, you know. Right. So right. he's just a kid. Yeah. So, but yeah. But so I had firsthand like, knowledge somewhat of polio because of that. Yeah. I mean, like, that's so awful. Yeah, not for anybody. And, and I, again, I'm in third or fourth grade, so I didn't ask. So did your parents not give you the vaccine? You know, I right. <laughs> well, thank God for vaccines in my book. Yeah, you know, everybody's got their own opinions, and I'm not going to doubt anybody's opinion. But for me, I'll take vaccines. You know. Yep, I'm on the same boat. Especially because I hear my wife works at a hospital talk about what goes on there. So yeah, I mean, I mean, I just uh, I do the flu shot. You know, uh, I had a um, a shot when I turned 50. forgot what it was, but it didn't make me feel too good. Shingles? Shingles, that's what I haven't had one of those yet. Really? I was told not to worry about it until I was over 60, so. No shit. Yeah. I mean, like, they told me, hey, you're 50, you got to get a shingle shot. Shingle shot and colonoscopy. Woo-hoo! <laughs> so if you're not 50 yet, you got something to look forward to, people. Yes, I mean, <laughs> Yeah. It's not that bad, though. The prep's the worst part, I think. So we were talking about Charlie Watts passing away, and I wanted to talk about some artists' deaths here real quick since we brought up Charlie Watts. I want to know what artists or two or three had the biggest effect on you personally when they passed away? Well, other than Eddie Van Halen, because he's recent, and I know that has an effect on me, too. He's on my list, so. um, Gosh, uh... There's been a lot in the last few years. I mean, I know that's been rough. Actually, when Chris Cornell committed suicide, uh, that really bummed me out. There, I mean, I liked him a lot. I mean, everything he did. I mean, I liked all his bands. I liked his solo stuff. I mean, he was just incredible for me. I mean, that bummed me out a lot. Yeah, that's a, that's a huge uh, to me anyway. For Chris Cornell, means voice. Not necessarily his musical abilities otherwise. I mean, they're good too. But to me, Chris Romelli's voice, because in my opinion, he's one of the best voices in rock. 
Um, I think so. But yeah, so when he passed, I was like, oh shit, there goes another voice I like that's gone. Yeah. Um, Scott Weiland of Stone Temple Pilots, when he passed. That bummed me out too. Well, it did me big time because I was huge into STP back in the day. And I loved his voice though because his voice went on to other things. No Velvet Revolver and stuff. So, and I loved his voice in that too. So when he passed, I'm like, oh man, no new shit from him either, you know? Right. But thank God, you know, we got YouTube because people never die on there. So I was really affected myself uh, by two people specifically, one of them being Tom Petty. Um, I am a giant Tom Petty fan. There's a lot of things in my life I can look back on and somehow a Tom Petty song will come to my head when I'm thinking about it. Yeah. So that was a bummer big time. And those are all kind of recent still. But the one that affected me many, many years ago was Jerry Garcia. Oh, I bet. And well, at that time in my life, um, I was listening to The Dead, probably 85% of the music I was playing. I wasn't quite like Ed, where it's 100% of the music. But <laughs> he's I, gotten better, though. Oh, okay, good. He, he puts a bride. <laughs> good, good to hear. I think he's kind of sick of him. Not, yeah. <laughs> Since Jerry's gone, he can't do any songs. There's no new ones, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that one affected me big time. In fact, where I was at work when it got put on the radio that it happened, and then where I was working, you couldn't hear the radio. So the women who worked in the office had heard it, and they all knew I was a deadhead, deadhead. and uh, they drew straws. The loser had to come out and tell me what happened. And the loser was my good friend to this day, Cindy Macias, and she came out and told me. And I was in the middle of running machine, and I just I stopped what I was doing, let the machine finish what it was going to do, but just stood there stunned. I'm like, what? Yeah. And uh, my uh, plant or the line supervisor looks down. He he knew something was happening because Cindy came walking out. And he looks at me and he, and he could tell something had affected me. He didn't know what it was at the moment. He comes down and he goes, um, need a minute, Eric? I'll run the machine while you're gone. I go, yeah, I think I need to go sit down for a few minutes. Wow. Yeah, I had to go sit down for a few minutes and, and digest what had just happened. But, you know, he was he was fairly young. Was he like 50? Yeah, but he, drugs. Drugs. He had a heroin issue. Big and that's time. the thing. He, 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 he was 50. Yeah. Now, me standing next to I mean, I'm not trying to say I look young or anything, but like me standing next to Jerry Garcia. Right. He was way older than me. Oh, yeah. At 50. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he did look like, he looked like he was 60-something. You know, as he's all gray. I know every silver lining has a touch of gray, but yeah. he was more than a touch. So that, that was a tough one. And I think, and a, a specific psalm came to my head when that happened, too. And what is funny is uh, I got a message from my friend, um, I believe it was Risa. I don't know. I don't, maybe it wasn't Risa. But, uh saying something about it and they said the same exact song came to their head as well and it's uh um uh, broke down palace which is my favorite song to this day and maybe because of that so right yeah, yeah. but it affected that's like the biggest one that's ever affected me like that where i had to sit down and and, and i don't think i don't think i came to work the next day either yeah. it's a shocker you know like i mean just not even off the music like like when Robin Williams died, I was sh- when he killed shocked. himself. I was shocked. I love Robin. Yes, I've loved him my whole life. I think he's brilliant. I mean, this is a comedian who really proved himself as a great actor. His you know? his solo stuff was amazing because he was so just. It would just come out of his head. It wouldn't even be planned. Right. So spontaneous with stuff. He was, and he yeah. probably think all the cocaine for that. I don't know. <laughs> well, there's drugs involved again, uh, which mean, isn't unusual, I, I guess. Mean, I, heard, I heard he was at the bungalow where John Belushi OD'd. They were all doing speedballs, which is heroin and cocaine. Yeah. So I mean, they were partying. Huh. Yeah. Yeah, John Belushi. I was big into uh, 
The Blues Brothers. The Blues Brothers. And, and back then. Yeah. That was the best. That was the best cast. I mean, uh, John Belushi was so great. Animal House I loved. Uh, even Dan Aykroyd's great. And I loved how he, he kind of adopted the blues and has his house of blues. And yep. I watch him play sometimes. I see him on YouTube or on a video and he just like you singing and playing harmonica. You wish you could see John Lennon there, but still cool to see Dan Aykroyd. So, okay, so you just brought up John Lennon. That was one more that hit me when it happened, but I was really young and didn't really understand who he was yet, other than I was just stunned that one of the Beatles had, had passed. That's the worst. I was watching Monday Night Football, and Howard Cosell comes on and says, here's what's – so I need to let everybody know what just happened. And You get this beautiful man who writes the beautifulest music. He preaches peace and love. He's against all the wars. You know, he has a song called Imagine, which he says, imagine none of this. Anything in life that separates us as human beings, imagine none of that. Basically, yes. And somebody goes and shoots him. And, and, and I'm sure John Lennon wasn't, there's rumors, he wasn't the perfect person. He was a human being. There's no such thing as a perfect person. But he had the right thoughts, you know? Yes. I mean, all He tried really hard to do the right thing. He did. And as annoying as Yoko Ono is, she does too. You know? Oh, yeah. She carries on the legacy. Oh, yeah. I actually just saw a picture of her recently with um, her children. Really? Yeah. It was, a, it was a cool. Oh, what? It was their children. Then there was another picture with their grandchildren. Yeah, that's what it was. I couldn't believe how much Sean looks like John now. Yes. It's like, wow. Yes. I mean, he's Asian, but he looks like John. Yes. Yes, know? he does. But you can tell that's who his mom is, too. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. He's like a mixture of them both. Yep. Well, I think here at some point, because we're not going to do it this one, but at some point here soon, maybe the next one, we'll do some Beatle talk. Beatle talk, my favorite. Because Derek is a huge Beatle fan. I love the Beatles as well, but nothing like Derek does. I can tell you that. I love the Beatles. Probably my favorite band of all time. So, right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back here in a little bit. Uh, let's get a little something to drink. Maybe go to the bathroom. Um, who knows? Go poo-poo. <laughs> Give me some of that medicine, will you? I'm constipated. All right, man. We'll talk to you guys soon. Peace. Peace. La, 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 la.